Kitchen Sinkers! Welcome back to another episode of the Kitchen Sink Podcast. I'm your host, Julia, and I'm here with a special guest. Hi, I'm Lori. I'm Julia's hot and cool friend. <laughs> so this is my first special guest ever. Congrats. How do you feel? How does it make you feel being my first guest? I'm blushing. I'm flustered. I'm honored. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about solitude, specifically positive solitude, and we're going to give you a nice definition um, so you don't confuse it or compare it to isolation. So solitude, I'm going to define it as me time, just (laughs) just spending time alone in a positive way, definitely more of like a peaceful connotation to it whereas isolation is definitely a very unhealthy um, sort of separating yourself from other people spending time alone but cutting off everyone around you so I came up with a pretty good analogy at least in my opinion today on my car ride over to Lori's house to record this episode um, so my analogy is comparing solitude to isolation so in my mind, isolation is more like um, like a big brick wall around someone, kind of like an impenetrable force, um, something that needs to be broken down, whereas an isolation, like the wall sort of separates that person from everyone else, whereas solitude is more like a cute little fence with a little, a cute little gate that opens and closes so solitude sort of choosing to create more distance between you and other people but like still remaining open to spending time with others you know being able to take time for yourself when you need it so for me i value solitude alone time i've always valued that kind of me time for as long as i can remember because it's just like of course i love doing things with other people but I don't know, there's just something about doing things alone that's nice. I feel like in my life I've had to like set some boundaries to achieve like that solitude. I feel like even when I'm on vacation with people or I'm away with people, if I like want to get away and like go on a hike or like a bike ride or spend some time alone or even go do like a social thing that you would think that you would want to be with people with, like a coffee shop, I feel like sometimes like Maybe my family or friends, like, doesn't understand why I need that, like, time away from people. But I feel like being alone with your thoughts and is, like, such a gift if you're in, like, a good headspace, which is, like, the difference I feel between, like, isolation and solitude. And I feel like people, Mm -hmm. like, often confuse the two or, like, um, like, they get, like, intertwined, but... I feel like if you're in a comfortable place with yourself, then alone time isn't scary. It's a time to, like, recharge. Ways that I, like, to... Okay, wait, I'm going to stop right there. I was going to say, to the... I, like, I was trying to say that before. Um, I, like, didn't get to this point about, like, the mental health headspace and how, yeah. like, that's so crucial. That's like That's, like, the biggest, I think, the biggest difference between isolation and solitude is, like, where you are, like, mentally... Um, because that's, like, a huge difference, especially when you're taking into consideration, like, if someone does struggle from, like, with a mental illness. Like, I know myself, like, when I was really going through my anxiety, like, I, it was just not a good 
time to spend because you're like left alone with your thoughts and that's when you should be you know sharing them getting out there connecting with other people to go back to what you're saying about the boundaries i think that's something we were just both talking off mic but um that's like something i think we both do pretty well it's it's something like i think we do in a friend group too is just like if you're not feeling up to it to go and like immerse yourself in a social scene then we're all okay with being like hey i can't come out tonight yeah we're all like okay that's all right take your time but we also know that we also we need to see each other too but i feel like having that kind of dynamic where you can be like hey i'm not feeling it yeah and want to go out you know is really important i feel like our friend group is very good with that and like none of us get offended and obviously like i feel like i don't get drained with you guys but sometimes like my social battery just isn't there and Mm -hmm. i feel like we all understand i feel like a lot of people might take it like offensively if you just genuinely like don't want to like go out or be social but it's like important to know that like your friends are giving you that space they care about your time to recharge and they know it's not mm-hmm. going to be taken personally yeah that's, that's like some problems i had in past friendships i think of another factor was like when we couldn't drive or like seeing each other wasn't as accessible as it is now because you like make those plans and then if you cancel because you're just like not feeling up to it people would like hold that against you yeah. but like because you, you like have to like coordinate a ride all this stuff and like meet up but I think it's a lot, obviously, not e- a lot easier now that we're older. We can't do that. I feel like especially in, like, more adult relationships. I mean, obviously, um, we're both still very young. We're both 18. <laughs> yeah, and single. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But <laughs> Putting ourselves out there on the podcast. Um, but I feel like... I feel like um, there's definitely, like, more of, like, a desire to be alone. I feel like when you're young and you're, like, in school, obviously I'm still in school, but there's, like, a lot of, like, pressure to, like, have, like, a large, like, friend group and formulate and, like, coordinate, like, all these, like, social things or else you're not, like, you know, really taking advantage of the time you have with each other and everything. And I feel like knowing that you should like spend time alone like I feel like it's something you like grow into like as an adult when you do get into like a comfortable headspace with like yourself and your thoughts I feel like you appreciate it much more Mm -hmm. that was something I was going to bring up later about like the positive the, the benefits of spending time alone but we'll get to that so we're actually talking about this in psychology and how it relates to like attachment styles specifically in romantic relationships and how um like a healthy relationship I wish I could like show people my hand motions but I can't because this is a podcast um how healthy relationships they have times when they come together and they spend time together and they have times when they're apart and they like do things on their own but it's just like consistently back and forth like they spend time alone they do things together they have a kind of balance whereas like insecure attachments in relationships and sort of an unhealthy type of relationship is where they're sort of like locked in together do everything together can't like they are one together they consider themselves the same person so that's when I my or my psych teachers my professor told me um when you hear like a boyfriend and girlfriend be like we're the same person we finish each other's sentences that is like not the best thing to hear because it means like they don't have their own individuality like their own identity like they they like they're like so insecure in their own they've had like such insecure attachments that they they like connect they like attach themselves to another person 
I think like that's a good point to talk about like identity how like solitude helps develop your identity yeah I, feel like I was gonna bring this back to my first episode you need to like when you're with people like without realizing it or not no matter how secure you are in yourself you do show certain parts of you and change how you behave subconsciously or not and I feel like it's inc- it's great to be social like we're social beings we need that like it's not good to spend like too much time alone um but I feel like when you're like constantly around other people especially if it's people you're not like particularly comfortable with like you need to be like away from all of those influences to like truly discover who you are mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. as close as you could be with someone like even if you like live with someone everybody needs like space to go yeah. explore like different sides of themselves mm-hmm. and it takes like a very secure like attachment and like friendships and relationships to understand that like people have reactions to things and need space from things and that are completely separate from you mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna relate this back to the first episode i recorded on identity how being more like comfortable with yourself is like allowing will allow you to get to know yourself so if you like attach yourself to other people or you can't like you're not comfortable being alone it means you're not comfortable in your own skin in a way like you just you can't like figure out who you are because you're too busy connecting yourself to other people um i've definitely that reminded me of a few um like relationships i've had you want to you could i've had in the past and i feel like when somebody's like immediately attaching themselves to you and they want to spend all their time with you like that it can be gives like them that can be like, it can be oh, good like yeah. honestly like can, when you're first very interested yeah you just want to spend more but time you with have each other. to have that like i can't meet up today sorry don't like change your yeah sketch like don't change your life to fit someone else's you know but i feel like another aspect of like solitude is like finding your own like purpose and obviously people have different philosophies on life and whether or not you need a purpose and what it truly is like based on their like religion or just their own like experiences with like existentialism but i feel like when you are like attaching yourself to other people or your identity becomes dependent on spending time with like a certain person like not only are you like and you like try to not be like a separate entity from them anymore i feel like you are looking to find like your purpose in mm-hmm. other people in serving other people and pleasing them and making them yeah. happy which <laughs> can be definitely be an unhealthy thing because if you're looking for that stuff in other people odds are you just need it in yourself yeah i, I think that's like almost 100 percent of the time is you're just you just need that to find that within for me a personal experience i talked about it in my first episode was when like several of my friends left for college and we spent a lot of time over the summer and past year or so um so in a way I sort of attached myself to them and didn't always feel comfortable doing things by myself which was um kind of like not typical for me because I feel like before I had that friend group I was pretty comfortable doing things on my own so finding that kind of like surge of confidence within that group sort of me off kilter in a way you know i had to like reset this past year when they went away and get back into being more comfortable with myself um so i had to start with that first like getting comfortable with myself and then doing things on my own like i would consider me time spending time in my room 
binging Netflix and not talking to anyone. Like, that's not, that's not you time. That's, like, isolation. Whereas, like, I would consider me time, like, going out to a coffee shop and meeting. Maybe, like, leaving the door open to, like, meet people and stuff, but still, like, doing things on my own. So say, like, mm-hmm. that's more solitude than isolation. <laughs> All right, quick commercial break. Um, and I'm not established enough to have ads. So, I meant to do this in the beginning of the episode. Um, it's something I'm new. I'm trying to do new every episode is telling you guys what songs I'm listening to. Since I have a special guest, she has some great songs that she listens to. So tell me a few songs that you're have been, have been on your replay <laughs> recently. Uh, on my Spotify on repeat, we have Live Wire by Squirrel Flower, banger. Mm, nice. Winter Break by Muna. Obviously I a mean, staple. Muna mm. is... If you haven't, li- if you listen to this and you haven't listened to Muna, I don't care how young, old, like who you are. Why are you listening to this podcast? Yes. If you are, if, you're, if you don't listen to Muna, come on. Around You by Muna, literally like, Every, on the floor every day that's every day constant repeat by charlie xcx little like dancing around your room banger oh, obviously go one, yeah. tuned in freestyle and megan's piano by megan the stallion I'm, this is so random but i was on my laptop um li- like and i was on the spotify on my laptop and you know you could like see what people are listening to one time <laughs> this is like a few days ago i saw you listening to like 2015 2015 like top 100 like um songs of 2015 what was that and why were you listening to it um like do you ever get like deep cravings for like fetty wop or something i sometimes i need like were you at work i think you were at work was it sunday night Sunday night. Sunday. Maybe Sunday afternoon. Oh, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I had just gotten back from hot yoga and I was on a high, so I was like, let me go to the gym. And at the gym, like, I listened to either, like, beep. <laughs> I need to listen to that. You can't say that. Or, like, I was. Okay, what? <laughs> um, or just, like, mindless, like, catchy songs. So, what I've been listening to lately, thank you for that, for that Lori. <laughs> um, two songs, Four Leaf Clover by Raven Lene, uh, fe- featuring Steve Lacey, and So Unimportant by Ethan Gruska, Gruska featuring Bonavere. That one's fire. Um, Phoebe Bridgers posted that on her Instagram story. And I was like, okay, let me listen to this. Such a banger. So fire. We'll listen to it later. It's really good. I trust Phoebe, so... Yeah, I, yeah, I trust her with my life, so anything she posts is going to be good. All right, after that brief commercial break, we're going to talk about ways um, we spend our alone time, that we ways that we spend our me time. So if you'd like to go first, you can. Um, One of my staples growing up was a bike ride to the beach and then mm-hmm. just, like, touching the ocean. If it was warm, obviously I would go in, but if it's cold, just, like, touch my feet. We're so... Like, we live by such a beautiful beach. I'm so grateful for that. You live a lot. You live, even though it's, like, literally a mile and a half closer (laughs) to the beach, you live, like, right by a bridge. It just goes right over. It's just, like... That's kept me grounded, like, a lot. I know Mm -hmm. if I get overwhelmed, I can always just go down the beach. Like, 
biking i love like i just like lose myself in it and it's helped me develop some humongous quads like absolutely <laughs> incredible like undeniable like lila if she were listening to this one of our other friends one of our other friends she like thinks that she like has better quads than cats but I might have you to... can't even compete like can't even compete. she's made so mad when she but anyway this. so um yeah even like when i'm i mean obviously like Julia and Lila, two of our friends, one of them is sitting right next to me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This Julia. They came to Nantucket over the summer. So, obviously, like, I went biking with them because that was fun. But, like, when I'm, like, on vacation or something and I, like, want to, like, go for, like, a bike ride or, like, a walk, sometimes, like, my family is, like, you know, like, they're, like, offended. But there's just, like, certain things, like, I just like to do alone and it's not, like, a personal thing. Another thing that I recently got into... I'm going to stop you before that. I have... I also have beach trips and I was going to say before, well, um, after you said your thing, um, something we talk about a lot in our friendship is how, like, important the beach is. I think that's something we yeah. discuss. Um, if you live by the beach, you know how, like, different it is living anywhere else. It's just somewhere you can always go. If you need some clarity, peace of mind, it's just, like, such a peaceful, especially, like, during the off-season. Yeah, even, like, like, like September, October, when it's, like, still kind of warmish and it's, like, and you just bearable. Watch, like, the yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, during the sunset or something, it's, there's nothing like it because it's just, you pop in some earbuds, listen to some music, or you just go and, like, read a book. I used to do that all the time. It's, like, such a great way to just clear your mind and reflect on things. Especially in the off-season off season it feels so private like it literally feels like you're the only one on earth there and literally if i'm like crying or sobbing or i'm having like makes everything so much more dramatic yeah (laughs) romanticize that like (laughs) nothing like a romanticized beach trip (laughs) at sunset but if i'm having like a terrible day for like regardless of any reason i know i can like always Mm. go there and i'll just Mm. feel so much better and like Breathing in the ocean air, mm, it's always so. mm, The ocean's so incredible, and you just stare at it and like cry or like. I can't even tell you many times I just like go down there to like listen to like a meditation or just like feel like the cold water on your feet, like it's so grounding. Um, You go to your next thing. Another thing that I got into in the past year um, was yoga. Nice. And it, I, I, like, had done yoga, like, my whole life, but it was just something I did, like, oh, yeah, like, it's going to help me stretch. I never, like, truly connected to it. Like, when they were, like, take a deep breath, I'm, like, okay, like, I don't care. But <laughs> no, 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 that's literally it. I was, like, okay. <laughs> okay, like, I'm taking a deep breath. Yeah. It's not doing anything. But the past year, I've, like, Lila, our other friend, like, ha- like introduced me to that and her, like, cool hot sister helped <laughs> introduce me to that oh my god grace can listen to this but um i feel like i connected with that so deeply it's like an hour where you just have like so much clarity and you feel your whole body and there is like a lot of like i feel like beauty and like being uncomfortable for like a moment mm-hmm. like especially like any pose we have to hold like kind of, sometimes a little i feel like self inflicted like uncomfortability or like slight pain is like a big release but mm-hmm. that's like another topic yeah that's not, that's a whole other topic but, but i think it's yeah but that's like also a lot of yoga is often done like classes and stuff in like a group but then there's like times when yeah but in a way like yoga it's very individual individual but you're like with experience. all these people which yeah. is like which is really special it's kind of like a unique special. thing yeah um 
let me do i had meditation as mm, my so I think yeah. that's like i've never been like a the biggest yogi i don't know like i i really like the slow movement never for like a workout tai chi yeah like like the pos- Julia wants to like- be in central park <laughs> with an old like senile woman bird <laughs> like you stay in like a position for like five to ten minutes and you just sort of, like like flow like i like that kind of yoga but i i i've always been really into like meditation especially in the past like two or three years with like the pandemic just spending so much time like that is i that no that's like that's like textbook isolation yeah. that was like not solitude but, sponsored yeah. Isolation. <laughs> yeah you had to like i had to like make it into a more solitude type thing romanticizing <laughs> your isolation <laughs> yeah so I, I took up meditation because it was the only way to really clear my head i couldn't drive yet so i couldn't go to the beach um, and I, I didn't bike. feel like I didn't feel like that's biking. why Julie doesn't have the quadzillas. That's why. <laughs> um, she stays forever jealous. <laughs> but now, like, even I went to the beach and meditated like a week ago when it's still like freezing cold out. But it's like it's so nice. Just I put in my earbuds, sat on the sand. That's um, that's like the best solitude to me. Just like going somewhere else or just yeah. but like still being present you know you're just clearing out your mind clearing out the clutter and just, just being occasionally i catch myself romanticizing new york city and then i like stop myself i'm like disgusting yeah i feel like that's such a hard place to get like oh well peace and away unless you being live grounded like in well I, like obviously once you live in the city you kind of find your yeah, places i agree um you know, people are always kind of, like, in their own world yeah. there. So, I feel like, you know, you just got to experience it to make your own solitude there. But I definitely feel like I need to, for, like, my whole life, yeah, live by a place with nature. My environment has to be nature. solitude, encouraging. Um, and, like, good air quality, which is harder <laughs> to find these days. Yeah. But, um, yeah, nature, walking, hiking. Um, yeah, for solitude, I feel like you have to sort of create a space to yeah. do that or like be comfortable in your environment to do that and I feel like being surrounded by nature is easily one of the best ways to create that safe space obviously like solitude. reading in a coffee shop is fire especially if like what was what he said again reading in a coffee shop but reading like coffee shop, okay. I feel like especially from away like one of my favorite things to do is like you find a new bookstore and they have like a place where you can like <laughs> sit, sit and, and read yeah. and just spend your whole day there a comfy and couch. you can read oh. like any book because like you don't have to buy it. you just like read. hide in the corner and read it and then put it back mm-hmm. and um that is definitely like incredible um i do a lot of writing writing's like Jur- yeah i was gonna cathartic. say journaling i'm yeah. not a big journaler but well i i have my journal right here that's where i put all my podcast stuff journaler. and like if i'm meditating um i'll like journal before and after it's very like that's like a release to me and that's i'll like take time out of my day i'll like either like write in my room or like i'll go somewhere and write because that will sort of get the juices flowing not to be like a typical gay woman, but I write a lot of poetry about, <laughs> about like... No, I think everyone in our front group writes poetry. Yeah, well, we're all typical gay women, so, um, or at least partially. Yeah. Um, but no, I write like a lot, um, like, and it's always for myself. Like sometimes when I'm like submitting them to our school's literature magazine, <laughs> I like can get lost in like the creative voice but I feel like just like doing anything 
like creative is also like solitude and I feel like people put like a very like confined box on like what creativity is like your creativity has to create something so beautiful and purposeful but yeah, like or so cre- like in, yeah. just intense and like creativity grandiose I uh, yeah it can just it can be small and it can be you it can be personal it depends it's like was it the beauty is in the eye of the beholder yeah. Like that, yeah I feel like it's just having like an idea and like doing something like even like making a meal for yourself like that's like self-care and it just takes like creativity yeah and that time and the self-care solitude for real yeah big 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 themes for this year i think (laughs) another one that i've been doing a lot is taking advantage of our local library i've been going to the library but you know just walking around aimlessly romanticizing that as well (laughs) um getting some books reading talking to librarians Flirting with the librarians. No, just talking to the librarians. Just talking to the librarians. I don't know how to have a non romantic, a non romantic conversation. What kind of of books? Well, we could each share like a book we're reading. (laughs) Yeah, okay. As like a high value man, I like a lot of finance textbooks. (laughs) Shut up. No. As, um,. As just like a hot gay woman, I read a lot. I read a lot. Um, I do read like a lot of fiction. I feel like everything I'm drawn to has like an existentialist or like dark theme to it, which like sometimes I do just want like a light, like romance novel, but like sometimes I just like want to read it and have my mind absolutely blown. A book that I. Book in like book in the past year that was like the most influential to me was On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean Vuong. Like yeah, could start, not put I that down. That, but I definitely got through so it. So good. And then a book I'm currently reading at the moment is Midnight Library. People have probably seen it on TikTok. I did not get it from TikTok. <laughs> My You're different. Fa- I'm just a little different. bit different. different. Yeah. My favorite teacher, Naomi Switzer. Literally, <laughs> shout out. Shout out Naomi, Naomi Switzer. Switzer. Literally love her with all of my heart. She recommended that book to me when I, I got back you. from Europe a month ago. I was having a major existential crisis, and she told me it would calm That's me. what does. And it's been good, so I recommend yeah. that. I've been trying to get through Braiding Sweetgrass by mm-hmm. by recommended by Grace Shaver. <laughs> I actually was reading it before I saw her Instagram post. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, it's about yeah, no. nature, indigenous culture, all that great stuff. Super interesting. I'm like a little bit of the ways in. It's a lot, but just learning, learning and growing and learning. For real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're going to talk about the benefits of solitude because there are many um so you can like look this up there's been studies done on it um i think i i don't have like the exact one i found but i took a little fact from it uh studies have found that being able to tolerate time alone is linked to greater life satisfaction improved stress management and increased happiness um yeah uh solitude can be a time to reset it's like a time for reflection i know we can all use some of that i feel like it's that's something i feel like that's something people don't do ever they just like keep going through their life and they don't take the time to just like stop and think like what am i going through they just keep running i feel like that's um especially you see it a lot in like kids our age yeah. and like i know you see in high school some i see it a lot in like college 
you're just getting through. You're just, like, getting, you're just through. getting through to some like checkpoint. But once you reach those checkpoints, you, you just, just get keep getting through. And it's yeah, like, and then eventually you'll have like so much that you'll explode. Yeah. You're just not to get on a tangent. I will relate this back to solitude, but it just like reminds me about like the consumption of media. I feel like that. I feel like people think like what mm-hmm. we were talking about, like just like sitting on like Netflix. Obviously, it's like escapism. We all do like need a break. There's nothing wrong with like yeah watching. Netflix. If that's like how you take yeah. your time, then so be but. It. Like, we had this conversation, like, I was having this conversation over the summer with Lila and um, Sunny and Sunny's boyfriend. It was like a fire pit. I don't think you were there. I don't know. But um, it was, like, very interesting. We've had this conversation, like, numerous times in our friend group, just about, like, the consumption of media and how people think, like, just, like, when they need a breather, like, they'll just go on their phone and, like, check themselves. But, like, when you, this also is touched on in the Midnight Library, when you're, like, consuming all of that, like, one, humans are not meant to be having all that input into their brain. They're not meant to, like, absorb all of these people and, like, their lives. But, like, when you, like, I feel almost as if when you become, like, very, like, wrapped up in that, like, your life, like, no longer becomes your own. Mm -hmm. And you're, like, how you go about your life and your perspective is, like, now based on, like, this huge, like, warped view that's, like, out of your control, which, like, obviously so many people have had discussions on how social media warps, like, your body image and, like, comparison Mm -hmm. and everything, but I feel like it also prevents you from taking time time to to reflect reflect on your own life. Like, I feel like it You're just caught up in everyone else's. Yeah. Uh Like, you're just, like, not very clear, and I feel like it can, like, kill some people's motivation Mm -hmm. to, like... To take time for themselves. Yeah, or to take care of themselves. Yeah, this is something I... So, sorry, keep... No, 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 um, it's something I've had to do within the past few months. It's just sort of like decrease my screen time because I suffered from major FOMO, just like always feeling the need to like know what's happening in other people's lives. Maybe because nothing was happening in mine, but um, like taking time away from that, just like doing things for myself or just doing anything but being on social media has helped me tremendously. Like I can't even describe how much good it has done for me um so relating that back to solitude being able to take that time and know when to take that time you need to I think it's important to be aware of when it's becoming overwhelming whether it's social media school anything and sort of take a few step back few steps back and reflect check in on yourself how am I feeling you know do anything like that we've done if you can meditate go for a drive that's one thing I was going to mention yeah. before. Going for a drive is always very cathartic yeah. if you have the means. Um, going to a library, going to a cafe, stuff like that. Just journaling, taking time for yourself, getting away from all that can be very beneficial. And, like, that's, like, a good point, like, about, like, resources. Like, I feel like yoga and, like, the beach, like, can be, like, very privileged things. Exactly, so yeah. I feel like... Um, just like movement in general, mm-hmm. like reconnecting with like your body through like any sort of like movement or like breathing. Um, I was go on a walk. I I love a good walk. I yeah, love, love a, a good, good walk. walk. Yeah. Um, and just like about like I think that's even like a privileged thing because like it depends on what your neighborhood, yeah. your neighborhood is like. Yeah. <laughs> um. We- yeah, solitude can be. Privileged. privileged yeah, yeah. Should, yeah. We, should our next <laughs> conversation be privileged yeah oh my god that would be, really be a long, really long, long very very long episode because i'm thinking 
even also like one thing I wanna I'll leave the people wanting more with this <laughs> one, but I was talking actually with my tutor who I'm very good friends with, mm-hmm. um, like a few weeks ago, about how like people need to create like a narrative, like for their life. They need to like romanticize everything. Which like I feel like romanticizing things is like a good thing, but especially with like just like uh, sometimes I'll see like those videos and it's like your like cup of tea like in the wind and I'm like okay like that's nice to like yeah. appreciate the beauty but of a certain moment send it out there but then it's also like just enjoy it then when you do something that's not like aesthetically pleasing you're yeah. like uncomfortable like i feel like people will do it definitely a social media a privileged episode. thing is to like create like a narrative around like the superficial like beauty mm. and like of your life and i feel like it makes people who don't i guess have like an aesthetically pleasing yeah. thing to offer like it makes them feel like what they're doing is less like important or exciting mm-hmm. um, yeah i hate that aspect of social media feeling like you need to share every single yeah moment or everything needs to be picture perfect when it's just like a big highlight reel yeah we're gonna bring it back to um solitude and how it can not only play an important role in your life but in your relationships with other people and other people's lives so what i wrote down i had Spending time on my own has helped me be content with not being in a relationship um, and has made, like what I talked about before, like my friends leaving for college, that transition a bit easier. So I think um, I wasn't allowed to date in high school. My That was just my parents' like thing. Like I wasn't allowed to do it. And I kind of just like accepted it. Maybe that was like part of it. But for the most part, I was like pretty comfortable in my skin eh, as much as a high schooler could be. Um, so that's why I never felt the need for a relationship because I was like okay being by myself and I get that that's not everyone's thing or that's not how everyone is but I feel like when you have this like need obviously I would love to I would love to be in a relationship I mean that would be nice but I feel like when you have this like intense desire to be with someone that can like possibly reflects on you not being completely comfortable with yourself or not being able to spend time alone i don't know do you do you agree with that do you think that's like i like yeah i definitely agree that you need i feel like to be in a relationship you have to be comfortable spending time alone because when you're like then you will without realizing it have like an unhealthy attachment to them if they're Mm -hmm. giving you like all of your comfort and like and it's also great to like lean on like people and like have like a support system if you like are uncomfortable it's definitely a big process being comfortable with yourself and your body and being like healthy in your mind and having it be like a good space to be and like talking to other people and like therapy can obviously help that but once you are in like a place um to be like safe in your thoughts i feel like spending time alone is really beautiful thing it's nice yeah it's great and that can translate into um other relationships you have whether it be platonic or romantic i think being comfortable with yourself just open so many doors you know being able to spend time on your own you can the world is your oyster then (laughs) 
So that was all I had for this episode. Thank you so much, Lori, for joining in. That was a lot of fun. We'll probably we're probably gonna record another one like right after this, so I have another one to post. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. This is lots of fun. Goodbye, my little kitchen <laughs> sinkers. We'll Goodbye, Goodbye, kitchen, kitchen sinkers. sinkers. <laughs> I don't know if that name's gonna stick.